number one, it makes them ticked off because they don't want to be told it's just a teen thing if they're really having a tough time with something. And even if it is surface, even if it is where they have a fight with their boyfriend or their girlfriend, they don't want to be told that, you know, get over it's just a teen thing because that minimizes what they're going through. And so they want us to know that, hey, this is real and maybe it could be something deeper. So give it some time when your child is anxious and see if, you know, they need to talk about it or if they need somebody to talk to, which may or may not be you. Okay, so teen angst isn't always just teen angst. Please don't tell me it's just a teen thing. Welcome to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Renee. Being a teenager is hard. Being a parent of a teenager can be even harder. Each episode, we deliver tips, tools, tricks, and stories to help you feel empowered, confident, and energized as the parent of a teenager. Teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way. Now, here's your host, Renee Sinning. Renee is a certified life, leadership, and success coach for teenagers and their parents. She's also a mom of three young adults and an experienced high school educator of 18 years. Renee is well-versed in everything teen. Now, without any further ado, here's Renee. Hey everybody, it's Renee Sitting, Life Leadership and Success Coach for Teenagers. In this podcast and in the following podcast, I'm going to talk about 10 things teenagers wish their parents understood. I'm just going to break it up into two to keep it a little bit shorter. So if you want to just listen to half and then get the other half later, it's just going to keep it a little bit shorter. So these are a compilation of quotes from teenagers themselves. And I collected these through conversations with teen clients, conversations with some of my friends' kids who are teenagers, talking to my own kids, even though they're out of the teenage uh, kind of world. My youngest is 20, so I, but I still got their perspective. And I sat on a workforce that had actually a suicide workforce that had a teen panel. So some of this came from then. So this is really just a compilation of things teenagers wish their parents understood as they're going through life. The things that could help your relationship and help you just to make sense of some of the ways teenagers show up in the world, some of the ways they act, because we know as parents... We often get the brunt of their stuff because we're their safe space to fall and they know they can count on us and they know that no matter what, we're still going to love them. So here we go. Number one. Number one is, these are quote, teen angst isn't always just teen angst. Please don't tell me it's just a teen thing. They want you to know that sometimes when they're stressed out or feeling really um, anxious, that something more could be going on, right? It's not always just a teen thing. It's not always something like, you know, they just had a fight with their friend or they may didn't get the grade they're going on. They could be really struggling to process everything that's going on in their world. And if as parents, you say to them, oh my gosh, you're just being a teenager, get over it, it'll pass. I remember when I was a teenager, um, I've been through, you'll be fine. And if you kind of respond like that, which we sometimes do as parents, that's kind of minimizing the angst they might be going through. And it makes them not, number one, it makes them ticked off because they don't want to be told it's just a teen thing if they're really having a tough time with something. 
And even if it is surface, even if it is where they have a fight with their boyfriend or their girlfriend, they don't want to be told that, you know, get over it's just a teen thing because that minimizes what they're going through. And so they want us to know that, hey, this is real and maybe it could be something deeper. So give it some time when your child is anxious and see if you know, they need to talk about it or if they need somebody to talk to, which may or may not be you. Okay. So teen angst isn't always just teen angst. Please don't tell me it's just a teen thing. Second thing teenagers wish their parent under their parents understood is sometimes I just want to be alone in my room to figure things out. Don't take it personally. Parents like to spend time with their teenager. Of course, you want to be close to your teenager, but teens, they do have a lot going on. They have stuff coming at them from everywhere, from school, from parents, from social media, societal expectations, uh, stuff coming at them from coaches. And, and, and they sometimes these messages get all mixed up and they just need to be alone to process it. It doesn't mean they don't love you. It doesn't mean they don't like spending time with you. Although as a parent of a teenager, you know that we are going to go through that phase where they don't really want to spend a ton of time with teenagers, which is normal, but they don't want you to take it personally. If they come home from school and they go straight to their room, please don't take it personally. That is the message that they wish that you understood. Number three of the 10 things I wish my parents understood. Number three is if I'm disrespectful, I don't always mean it. Maybe something else is going on. Teens being disrespectful can be a huge trigger for parents because they're disrespectful. That's not how you talk to adults. That's not how we raised our kids, right? You just, you don't talk to adults in a disrespectful tone or with a smart aleck attitude, but of course it happens. What they want you to know is that they don't always do it on purpose. Maybe something else is going on. Maybe they're super stressed out because of something somebody said to them and they're just processing that. And, and then when you say something to them, it really, maybe they're like, just like hanging on, they're holding it in or they've been holding it in all day or something happened on social media. And then you say something to them and they end up kind of, you know, snapping at you or making some snide remark or rolling their eyes or doing something that's disrespectful. They want us to know that I don't always mean it and maybe something else is going on. So kind of, you know, give me a little bit of space to figure it out. And so maybe talk to them later, like give them a little time or you could even say something like, hey, I don't like your tone. Maybe you have something going on. We are going to talk about this a little bit later. You know, give them a little bit of time if you can, depending on the situation to decompress and then go back to it. It doesn't mean you have to let it go. It means that maybe in this moment, is not the best moment to address the disrespect. So you can kind of figure that out based on the situation. But that is one of the things they wish our parents over our parents understood. If I'm disrespectful, I don't always mean it. Maybe something else is going on. Number four, social media isn't all bad. It's also how I connect with my world. You know, with social media, we didn't grow up with it when we were kids. We didn't have social media, right? So it's hard to understand the, the draw and the, the connection that these teenagers have to their social media. 
What I will say about social media is there's a good, there's a bad, and there's an ugly, right? The good is that connection, especially during this pandemic when kids are like stuck inside. It really is how they connect to their world. There really is a the FOMO, the fear of missing out if they're not on social media. media. So that's the good piece of it. You know, kids can be super supportive to one another on social media. If you look at comments, if you get a chance to look at comments, a lot of those comments are really, really nice. That's the good. The connection, it can actually boost your self-esteem. The bad and the ugly piece of it is that um, it doesn't always boost your self-esteem. Kids can also be mean. There can be a bullying going on. There can be, I mean, all kinds of like scary things that happen on the web. But with boundaries and with a good relationship with your teenager, you can probably come to some kind of an understanding on how to incorporate that social media in your world and in their their world with something you can live with. Of course, do your own research. If there are signs that that, uh, not so good stuff is going on, you need to totally step in. But boundaries is the key right? Like social media is not going away. Kids are stuck indoors. That's their escape. That's how they connect with their friends. Just kind of have to balance that good, bad, and ugly. So that was number four. Teenagers want, wish their parents understood that social media isn't all bad. It's also how I connect with my world. And number five, the last one I'm going to talk about on this episode is it's hard trying to deal with listening to my t- parents and wanting to do my own thing. This is that an independence piece. You know, kids are growing up. They know they have like one foot in adulthood and they have one foot kind of under your thumb. And so it's really hard for them where they want to listen to you a lot of the time, but yet they have that pool of their friends and of those societal expectations that sometimes make it hard to listen to what we want them to do and also kind of break away and do that independence. As parents, the best way to handle that really is to have that open, honest relationship with our teenagers. And so by opening those lines of communication, it makes a lot easier and trust, right? Trust and communication. If you have that within that parent-teen relationship, it makes it a lot easier for them to be able to do their own thing because we're able to trust them to make those choices and make decisions that are hopefully going to be good decisions. Teenagers are going to make decisions that we don't like. That is a normal part of being a teen, And it's a part of growing up. And, you know, sometimes it's okay to let them fail. I did another episode on that. Fail stands for, um, what did I call that? Oh, shoot. I forget my acronym for that. But some failure. Okay, I'll come. I'll get that. I'll put that on the next episode. I can't remember my acronym for that. But when we fail, that's how we learn lessons, right? So it's okay if they step away and they make a big mistake, then they still can learn from that. It can be an opportunity to learn. So that was number five. It's hard trying to deal with listening to my parents and wanting to do my own thing. It's a real struggle for teenagers. So yeah, those are a few ideas of things that are really tough for teenagers and that they wish that parents understood When parents can understand some of these things, it can really improve that relationship, which is so, so important. 
teenagers might act like they don't care and they don't want anything to do with their parents from time to time. Uh, it's not true. They need us. They they want us. They may not ever admit it until they're past 13 years, but it's really important to for them to have that safe space to fall and the better type of relationship we can have with them will open those lines of communication, help to build trust, help them to learn responsibility and good decision making and all that stuff that goes along with being a teen. So those are the first five on the next podcast. I'm going to give the next six of 10 things I wish my parents understood. This is basically out of the mouth of babes, right? This is what they want us to understand. And that is it for today. My name is Renee Sinning. I am a teen coach. I work with teenagers every day on helping them to figure stuff out, whether it's academic, executive function, low self-confidence, low self-esteem, whatever it may be. It's about figuring out what your teen needs and coaching is a viable alternative if you have a teenager who's struggling. It's at least worth looking into. And that's it. I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining us this week on the Empowered Parent Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to head over to reneesinning.com to pick up some parenting freebies. And remember, teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way.